How we doing, everybody? Um, well, yeah, it uh, it's a little bit of a different setup than it is normally. Um, I I know Nathan was quarantining, but he doesn't look too alive over there. Are are, are you okay? Oh, oh, you keep waking up in these weird spots. Oh. Yeah, I've had a couple nights like that myself. Oh. All right. Cool. What's on the agenda for tonight? Um, not a ton tonight. Um, I heard there's some new show. Yeah, there's there's Moon Knight. Um, there's maybe a little bit of news here and there. Um, not too much, I don't think. And as way of reading. Um, again, not a whole lot that we picked up this week for reading. Hopefully this is the last week like that because it's, it's seeming quite sparse the last few weeks. I don't even have a Star Wars book this week. Yeah, I know. Even when I was going through the uh, stuff to read as well too, I was trying to pick and choose a few other things just to, you know, fill some holes kind of thing. We We usually like to do the... You know, hot books or, or books that we want to draw attention to. Usually it's new series and that. Um, this week there wasn't a whole lot of them. So so we brought in a few other books that were, uh, you know, maybe not you know, new series, but series that were something we wanted to mention into them. A few of them have uh, some big events going on in them, and you know, we'll check it out. A few of our are some fan favorites, of course, too. So why don't you, uh, you know, thank everybody, and I will see if I can turn on some better lights in this weird place I woke up. Yeah. Uh, well, um, we'll start off with Big Country Comics. Uh, they've got, I believe it's this weekend, they've got the PEI Comic Con that they're doing. Um, and of course, the things are getting a sketchy crew. I am I would guess they're doing a show this weekend. I believe they are. I don't know if I've seen a post for it yet. And uh, 204 Comics. Uh, tomorrow starts their... A one year anniversary stale, um, like we had posted in uh, in the page before. Uh, tomorrow's the first day, and they have uh, a whole bunch of extra sale stuff going on. And then it is also going on the Saturday and Sunday, the second and third of April. I saw tomorrow because they just had a post up now talking about it that they're opening at ten tomorrow instead of eleven. And they're open later, I believe. Oh, I didn't notice that either. I think it said they were open till eight. Oh, there you go. Yeah. They're expecting it to be pretty busy. Yeah. And uh, one thing I want to mention about the uh, Big Country guys is that they have the Twig book going out, the Twig pre-sales going on. Yes. By uh, Kelly Williams. He did the cover for that. It's, uh, it's a nice cover. I like that. He actually contacted me this afternoon, Kelly Williams. He's been super behind on mailing out a bunch of stuff. So, uh, yeah, he's going to send us out some stuff that we have with him. Uh, we'll show that when we get that. And uh, tomorrow also being April 1st, I'm finally doing it. Tomorrow's the day. I'm not waiting for mail anymore. Nat Daddy sale starts tomorrow, April 1st. There you go. There we go. I'll post all the stuff up tomorrow for everybody. Check it out. Cool. So uh, let's start with our first book. Um, the Last Amazing Spider-Man Ever. Amazing Spider-Man number 93. The last one they're ever doing ever. Ever. End of the series. 
Yeah, I read this one. I, I kind of liked it. Um, and you got uh, Ben's memories are being uh, manipulated by the Beyond Corporation, mm -hmm. and he's acting out of control uh, because of it. And then uh, Peter kind of steps back into the Spider-Man role to come and confront him and try to, uh, you know, solve the situation. And it, it's pretty awesome. You got one of my favorite things, I, which I always see, is, you know, two Spideys fighting each other. Mm -hmm. uh, I won't say necessarily to the death, but, you know, definitely to the end. There is some conclusion to this. And um, I think it's probably a good way to kind of wrap up all the stories that have been going on the last few years in Spider-Man. And I know that they're uh, going to start all over again in next month, I believe, or the month after with uh, yeah, I'm not, I can't remember the original writing of April, April or beginning of May, but yeah, it's around there with uh, Romita coming back as well. That's right. Junior. Um, now, this next one is one that uh, is a little bit intriguing to me because I didn't know exactly what it was. I thought it was a trade that was coming out and it was just getting a lot of hype for some reason. Um, and that's the new Hulk book, Hulk uh, Grand Design. Monster, yeah. Uh, yeah, th these books do get released into a, a trade format afterwards, but this is the first issue of the series. Yeah. Uh, this one has been getting a lot of hype because Jim Rugg's been doing the, or will be doing, or is doing the art and the story for it. Um, these books, uh, this Hulk one, you know, follows the the design of, of the the rest of the Grand Design series, no pun intended there. It's a, a retelling of the the history of the characters, and they've done one with uh, X-Men already, and I think they did one with Fantastic Four as well. I think it was Fantastic Four as well. And um, But this time it, it is Hulk. Um, it, it's great for anyone that likes pop art or the you know, cartoon art, uh, old-style cartoon art. Or if anybody likes like sketch drawings and you know things like that, or kind of underground comics, um, Jim Rugg has this particular style. A lot of people recognize it right away. Mm -hmm. He, uh, yeah, it, it's good. I really like this book, um, even though it's a, a modern—not a modern, but a retelling of the, the Hulk mythos. It's all done in a in a cool way that's enjoyable, incorporating a lot of like not just Marvel nostalgia, but things like. Um, the uh, cartoons and movies and stuff that correspond in the same timeline. Uh, very, very entertaining. I'm going to definitely check out the other books in the series. Yeah, I don't know if it was for this one or if I was looking way later ahead. I, I get so confused at what I'm even looking at these days. Um, there's also a variant that was showing Wolverine on the cover. Yeah, that's the Ed Pisker uh, variant, yeah. which in Ed Pisker is, uh, does the... Um, the guy that does the uh, Red Room books lately. Mm -hmm. So th these guys do a lot of stuff together because they're kind of like I said that underground type of uh, art. Yeah. yeah so. <clears throat> Very cool. Yeah, that, that one's getting a lot of attention. That one. Yeah. Um, that's it for Marvel stuff this week. Uh, yeah, there wasn't a whole lot for Marvel. There, there wasn't. No, I think there was a Miles book, but uh, we haven't covered Miles in a while. I've not been enjoying his series too much. Yeah, I thought they'd be pushing more Moon Knight stuff with the show starting, but I they have. But yeah, they, they didn't push any books or pull any books back or anything to to like coincide with the release, especially or, with like Devil's Reign or even just his own title. Or even uh, like a Marvel tale that just kind of reprints all sorts of Yeah, classes. like a facsimile or something even. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we've got uh, one DC book this week. Uh, mm -hmm. that's Shadow War Alpha. Yeah, I enjoyed this one. It's going to be the 
I don't know if it's going to run the whole summer or not. It's a big crossover that runs through it, the Batman titles. It goes for quite a while. I was looking way ahead, FOC stuff, like months ahead. And yeah. I was still seeing Shadow War stuff ways down. Yeah, I think it goes at least three months. So I'm pretty sure it's like the leads into the Summer War stuff. But what it is, is um, it involves all the Batman characters. And it has uh, Ra's al Ghul. He he's, uh, comes to the point now where he's sick and dying. And I don't know why he doesn't want to you know, get back into the Lazarus pool to um, uh, rejuvenate himself. But he's obviously dying of, of something. He's coughing up blood in that. So he decides that um, part of his master plan is for it to turn, to get him and Talia to turn themselves in. And while they're doing that, you know, uh, standing up front doing a press conference as they're getting let in, uh, it looks like Deathstroke, you know, assassinates him. Uh, we find out later in the story that Deathstroke says it's not him, it's somebody in his, know, his old suit doing that. But now um, the full uh, weight of the uh, League of Assassins uh, from Italia is uh not going out to oh, Scott says it's because Batman took out all the Lazarus pits. Oh, that's why. Okay. I, I missed my last few issues of Batman there. But uh, for some reason, they seem to have some kind of uh, availability to some kind of maybe a, a smaller portion of Lazarus pits that they're going to renew them somehow. Because the, during this um, you know, fight night, the, the body actually gets you know, vaporized. There's nothing to put into a pit. So um, during all this, like Italia has rounded up, she's called in all these sleeper agents. Um, all these, you know, weird-looking assassins showed up that have like, um, you know, different superpowers and that. So that's kind of neat to see uh, some new faces in there. Uh, they're called the uh, the Shadows or League of Shadows or something like that. I forget what their exact term is. And now they're all going to go after Deathstroke. That looks pretty cool, uh, apparently. But it wasn't Deathstroke. So yeah, Batman's going to have to deal with all that. Um, and again, also, too, with, with that being Ra's al Ghul and Talia al Ghul, you have uh, Damien in there as well, too. That was his grandfather that got killed, and they were about to you know, kind of reunite as well there. So yeah, again, did, did Damien get a new suit? Did, pardon? Sorry? Did Damien get a new suit? I don't recognize this outfit that he's got in this issue. Yeah, he, Damien, for the last little while... Because he's not really been affiliated with Batman or the Titans or anything. He's been on his own, sort of like a Red Robin type deal, right? Yeah, for the last little while, he's been doing his own thing on, on an island where he's been uh, competing to be like the Ultimate Warrior type mm -hmm. of thing and, uh, you know, involving with his family there. So, yeah, this all involves all that. It's all going to wrap up. So it'll be interesting to see. I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I you know, League of Shadows or League of Assassins, Ra's al Ghul stories always tend to be some of Batman's strongest stories. I agree. Um, next I up, wanna, we've got... Oh. I want to see who it is that's impersonating, like who actually has the ability to impersonate Deathstroke. Hmm. So, yeah, it could we'll be... See. Hey, it, it could be the clone of Damien. Who knows if that thing's even still around? I thought, I thought it was dead, but maybe it's not. I know. Maybe it's uh, one of Deathstroke's acolytes of how, how, whichever one of his apprentices it is. It could be anyone. They're all with them apparently still, though. So they're in this new group. so Maybe it's that Sonny from the Adventures comic. It, it could be anybody. Maybe. Uh, next, we've got from IDW, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. A um, little bit of an underground comic. Uh, it's been gaining a little bit of heat the last 20 years. Well, uh, this is issue 127, <clears throat> not the annual. There's the uh, yearly annual out this week as yeah. well. It's a good read as well. But uh, what's special about this issue 
still written by Sophie Campbell and Pablo Junica doing the art, mm-hmm. um, is uh, you know, Venus de Milo is, is kind of you know, brought back. Yes. And she's never been in the comics before. She's only been on the you know, crappy 90s live action show that was like on the downward spiral turtles in the 90s. So oh, no yeah. one even really watched it. It was the only she- time that I can recall seeing her. And I didn't even know that that was a whole show. Um, I thought it was like a crossover thing only that they did with uh, the Power Rangers. That was during that same season, I believe. Yeah. But it was, uh, yeah, horrible. Nobody watched it. it was like, <laughs> You're going to get us flagged on YouTube. Get that out of there. <laughs> that, that's a normal picture. Oh. And then uh, the, um, yeah, so that was just that crappy live action movie. TV show. So what is going on now is they they have introduced a, a new uh, version or a, a I don't know if they even call it a retcon version, but a version for this uh, universe, the first time in comics. Yeah. So how are they how are they explaining her existence now? I just want to say I'm going to say it a little bit without spoiling it too much. She uh, the turtles are have all these other no mutant characters around now because they live in this mutant town. Yep. And there's this one uh, nomad doctor type of guy that does like a lot of gene splicing and stuff like that. And he uh, looks like he's been like experimenting with like turtle DNA and stuff. And he's like kind of Frankenstein this uh, new turtle, which is uh, Venus de Milo. Hmm. Interesting. They only introduced her at the end of the story. So we'll see what happens there. She's still kind of like like all in parts and hooked up to the machines and stuff. But the uh, if anybody wants to see what she looks like without reading the book or flipping through, she's on the cover of the next issue. So I wasn't really surprised what she was going to look like if anybody saw like uh, previews or FOCs. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I'm interested to see where this goes because um, this is kind of neat. It's almost like she's like a maybe I don't think she'll be like a Bizarro. That's type, that's but. two that's two female turtles now in two years, three yeah. years. I'm a little bit more. But this is, um, I mean, she won't, she'd be like a female turtle, but who knows how she'll fit in, like, you know, so we'll see. Um, And then still with IDW and still with 80s cartoons, um, but directly 80s cartoons, that's G.I. Joe Saturday Morning Adventures number two. Yeah, this is the second issue of four of this, and this is exactly like a, it's almost like they they took a, a, a a movie episode or how oh, it, for sure yeah it's like they had a, a canceled script and just went for it oh yeah yeah and that's what it is it's just plain old you know gi joe cartoon fun if anybody wants to you know read a gi joe comic without a bunch of history or if anybody wants to read a gi joe comic or check it out with their kids or anything like that it's really fun you got dan shewing doing the art and eric burnham doing the writing and the writing and the art is exactly just like the old cartoons mm-hmm. Um, again, you know, it's silly Cobra nostalgic, uh, you know, adventure continues. Cobra has a genie and is using the genie to you know, help take over the world and that. And the Joes are always chasing them, whether it's to get pieces. Now, I, I looked up, I, now this one was FOC, uh, or it might have been a variant, I don't even remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw the genie, and it, yep. it's on one of the covers, and that is the most ridiculous looking thing. This yep. big pink, uh... Purple, he's kind of purple, yeah. 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 yeah Super kind of weird. Silly. But yeah, it's just it's just silly fun that makes you think of the old G.I. Joe. And it's also great because it's uh, G.I. Joe Anniversary Month. And back on um, YouTube, on the Hasbro channel, they stream G.I. Joe nonstop for like a month straight. And they do that with the 
G.I. Joe, they do that with Transformers, yep. Tony's anniversary Transformers time. So that's always good too. You can sit down, have fun with you know, your kids or just your nostalgic or I don't know, maybe introduce it to somebody that hasn't, you know, ever experienced it before, like I don't know, like a husband or a wife or something. You no, know, just fun. Just fun. It's it's interesting how many uh, I guess different properties are bringing back their their TV show versions like GI Joe and like we were talking about Batman earlier. Yeah. Um, not only is X Men from the '90s coming back with a show and on Disney Plus in next year or so, but they're also getting a House of X sort of their own version of House of X, and they're they're getting a comic. So yeah. lots of these. Who knows? Maybe we'll get uh, a Transformers one next. Or personally, I would love it if they did uh, Spider-Man from the '90s because that show ended on probably the worst cliffhanger for kids ever. Oh, well, for sure. There's lots of shows like that. Yeah, like, and, and, and it's like it's they, great to see them re come because they don't have the commitment, right? You don't have to get all the actors or all the same whatever. It's it's relatively easy to copy an art style and follow that same tone. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. Nostalgia sells nowadays, for sure. It does. Um, who ends up with G.I. Joe? Hmm? I said, we'll see who ends up with G.I. Joe. Because this story going on right now is one of the last properties that IDW has with G.I. Joe. So I don't know who has them next. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Did, was it confirmed that they were leaving? Well, their, their contract's due up soon, very soon. For G. Yeah, G. they haven't said whether they're with staying Let's or stay. not. Yeah. Um, next, we've got Beyond yeah. the Farthest Star uh, Chronicles. Mm -hmm. So it's from that American Mythology Productions. Um, yeah. This we, one, it, there is an ongoing series of this, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, because it, it's out this week as well, too. It's like issue two or three. Right. But this is uh, Chronicles, meaning it's more stories from that universe. Yeah. And what's neat about this is the the first two issues, well, most of the of the second issue, but in this issue especially is uh, or all of it is the, it's the original series from like uh, 1972. Yeah. Um, originally, these were uh, backup stories in the 72 um, DC Tarzan series. Oh. Because these are all written by uh, Edgar Rice Burroughs, you know your your Tarzan, your um, John Carter of Mars series writer. So uh, these were like uh, I won't say cliffhangers, but they had no smaller installments, uh, monthly backup to Tarzan, and they were written by pretty pretty good people. It was like Marv Wolfman doing the writing, and Don uh, Don Green and or sorry Dan Green and Howard Jakin doing the art. So very very famous artists even back then. Um, these are the original ones in their entirety, published all together for the first one and two issues. And then at the end of issue two, there's going to start continuing on with new content. So that's pretty cool too. So anybody who's a fan of like, um, well, the, the stories for this, these are, uh, stories, like, um, real stories that they are converting. Uh, or if anybody just likes that, that whole universe, like a Flash Gordon slash, um, um, lost in space type of feel that, or you know, explorer style that John Carter of Mars that's what this is so mm -hmm. neat, neat stuff I enjoyed it because I'm a sucker for all the old stuff like that too I was going to say you like that old Tarzan yeah. John Carter yeah. those, those those are the kind that you liked yeah. um, 
next up, and I, I don't see on here, and I don't have it in my notes who the publisher is, but you probably do. Uh, that's Cities of Magic. That's from uh, Scout. Scout, that's okay. Do, do, do. I do have a Scout somewhere here. Boom, there we go. Yeah, um, I, I, I like the cover of this one. It reminds me of Wind. It is very similar to Wind, actually. Yeah. I would compare it right up that with it. Uh, this is like Scout's answer to Wind. That's that's how I, what I saw, and it, it, I thought it, it was the next volume. It's a it is it's a uh, universe that's magic based, and in this one, it uh, Will Tempest and Jacob Free do it, and it came out this week. But I actually got a copy of it last week for some reason. I don't know where I got it. If I got it, who I got it from? Because like, we got an order from two places last week there, so I don't know who I got it from, but. Uh, so I read it once last week, and I said to you, oh, this is a good book. I want to do it next week. It just, you know, because we didn't fit it in last week. And then it turned out it was from this week, so it worked out well. Uh, this book has some nice artwork in it. How it starts off is 150 years ago. The Nexus wipes out all electricity and, like, science. So the Nexus was, like, some kind of magic EMP. And uh, since then, magic has been... Uh, her, no harnessed and used as instead of you know technology and electricity and that, um, but you know after a little while this you no know, all that magic kind of leached into the rest of the world around it. So you started to get mutations like like your you know your centaurs and you know your your flying fish and that. So now it's 150 years later and the world is like like a D and D world. Everything is magic based in that. So this one guy Levi shows up in uh, old York. And uh, he's looking for some items in that, and he he still believes, or not believes, but he still wants, or is like a follower of the old technology and stuff. So he's kind of like, they, you know, everyone thinks he's crazy, kind of like how nowadays all us modern people think, you know, people who like follow crystals and you know stuff like you know mediums and stuff, we all think they're crazy, right? So kind of role reversal there. Um, what's going on in here? It also has like a kind of like a Game of Thrones feel to it. Uh, in the sense that all these little cities and stuff are kind of warring and ganging with each other. But these are big cities. Like It's Old York, which you see on the cover there, which is New York. And then they're going up against the, the city gangs of Chicago and that. Uh, but again, everything is all magic-based. And again, this one guy is uh, science-based and that. So we'll see where it goes. He's been thrown into the mix there. Pretty interesting story so far. Um, we've seen a, a lot of uh, books lately about stuff like that where magic has kind of replaced technology. I think a lot of people are just kind of fed up with that, you know, where technology has taken us nowadays, that everyone kind of wants a hard reset. So I think a lot of people like it for that. And it's just fun, you know. Fun, you know it's like, it's, it's true lifestyle. what you said, though. There, there is a lot of stuff, um, like even Marvel's done it with uh, the Dark, Dark Age. Ages. DC's done it with their Knights of Steel, I think it's called. Yeah, Knights of Steel, yeah. Um, and there's there's even that show with Will Smith, and it, it's more the reverse, where it's a fantasy world brought into the more modern day. Mm -hmm. um, and Disney has a has a movie too. I think it's called Onward. It's the same idea. It's um, magic and technology is sort of more of a hybrid in that. But um, it's it, it, yeah, I hadn't really thought of that till you pointed it out. But there is there is quite a bit of that. Yeah, so it's a good book, enjoyable. Like I said. All the books we reviewed this week are good books, just that you know, nothing really stood out. Um, nothing was like um, hyped up a lot. You know, nothing was like, oh, we got to check out this. So uh, and there's nothing wrong with that because then sometimes you find some you know, hidden gems and we found some in the last few weeks. But 
yeah, again, an enjoyable book, but nothing, uh, nothing crazy, and nothing that made me want to, you know, want to want to make make sure I never miss an issue. So. All right, and then next we've got our final book, uh, Zombies vs. Robots Classic from yeah. Image. Yep, one of four, and uh, again, much like we we excellent, excellent, excellent covers for. I think there's three that cover A and maybe a B and a C. Oh, yeah. And there's four issues in the series. And for each of the issues, they are making new covers. Yeah. This is, a uh, again, a, a direct um, uh, modern reprinting of, of older stories, which, which they're doing a lot nowadays because yeah. a lot of these stuff weren't read originally by mainstream people because they were you know, indie books. Um, even I myself have never read this series before. I, I know all about it. I've heard all about it, but I've never read it before. Um, I was never able to get it before. Um, and it's cool. It, it is. You got you got Chris Ryan and Ashley Wood doing it. They're the creators. They, they did them all originally. It's a mostly black and white comic. And I say mostly because they do use some, you know, a little bit of color here and there to emphasize, like a little bit of red and some shadowing and that. Um, it is a... Um, what it is, you got zombies from another dimension slash the future kind of get brought back through a science portal by accident. At the same time, her robots are deciding to like overthrow their, their human masters. Um, they're at the same lab at the same time, doing the same experiment. They were kind of, yeah, a whole lot of weird, you know, silly stuff going on there. A very serious book, but what it turns out is now the, now it's kind of like the robots are taking on the zombies to, uh, you know, to to be the winner of Earth type of thing, and humans are just kind of you know fodder in the way. So again, I never read it, so I'm ready to continue on reading it. Um, very cool. I enjoyed the artwork. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I like it. Cool. Everyone wants to see you no know, zombies versus robots. Who would win? That's always like a question that people have always wondered in their head. You know, right? Robots. <laughs> now you would think that, but I mean. The way they do a definition there in the book, it's like uh, they do the definition, like like a scientific definition, almost like a dictionary definition, and, and for your, for a zombie and for a robot, it's the same definition. Hmm. <laughs> well, next up, well, that's that's our last book actually. Yeah, that was the last one. Um, maybe honorable mentions, some that we didn't do this week. Uh, there's that. Batman Beyond uh, in the White Knight universe there. that They've done Batman and Harley Quinn and whatnot. Um, yeah, Sean Murphy does that. Yeah, that one's getting a lot of hype. It's I'm I'm not a Batman Beyond fan, so it's not one I picked up. And you don't like the White Knight universe, so you didn't yeah. look at it. But it is it is one that is picking up a lot of heat. Um, and it, it's apparently it's pretty good, too. Yeah, but I told you why there's a lot of heat behind it. It's not necessarily yeah. because the book is written well, which I'm sure it is. There's a lot of heat behind it mm -hmm. because um, the Sean Murphy said that when they printed it, they massively underprinted it. So now a lot of people are out there scrambling to get copies, and there's tons of copies online. But it's not even every copy. It's cover A. Yeah. Yeah, just cover A. So, I mean, the other ones you can find fine. It's just uh, cover A for some reason. Yeah, it was whatever reason. I'm sure that it'll die down in a few days. It might be it won't go for higher than cover price. That's not a big deal, but that's the reason why it's not. I, I've seen it going uh, as low as 15 bucks, and I've not seen lower. Yeah, I haven't really looked, but yeah, I've heard it's all low. 
Um, but yeah, next. Um, finally, Marvel's back with some television. And we've got Moon Knight, finally. It feels like we waited forever for Moon Knight. We did. It was worth it, though. I liked that first episode. But yeah, it was it was a fantastic first episode. Uh, I know some people were a little bit iffy about it. Um, but they forget that when they film these, you got to look at it as a, as, a, as a movie. As a whole, yeah. Especially, um, especially with the Marvel shows. They all pick up right after each other. There's no space in between. It's not like the Mandalorian or like Boba Fett, where they're meant to be, you know, week by week, episode, bit by bit. Um, these ones are long, coherent stories. Well, this one especially that people will be, I'm sure, a little, not, not so confused, but unfamiliar with because it's starting off in a brand new spot. It has like nothing to do with anything else at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, this episode doesn't really clarify anything up if you... No, it it leaves you in as much of a confused state as we find him. Right. If you're not a Moon Knight fan and you if you don't know what's you know been following all the stuff before the show started, you wouldn't really know a whole lot more than the rest of us. Um, But yeah, I liked it. uh, He Oscar Isaac's playing a good role. I really don't like the way he talks and everything when he's the nerdy uh, Stephen role. Stephen Grant, which is supposed to be like that. Um, the only complaint I have, and it's not really a complaint, I just thought it would sound different, is, uh... <laughs> Stefan Tom says, well, they are long stories, but, uh, not so sure of coherent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I wish I could see the comments. I'll have to look at them after. Um, what was I going to say? Um, oh, I forget now. Oh, the, the, the uh, I don't know. I, I just like the fact that it's... If you don't know what's going on, you, you still don't know what's going on. But if you uh, follow the story enough, you can understand what maybe will happen. Um, there was a lot of cool stuff in there, like even that opening scene. Like where well, I was going to say, like let's talk about that opening scene there. We're not, it's not yeah. we're not going to spoilers or anything. Not that this episode really has any. It's a yeah. lot of setup. Um, but it, it seems like he's putting on like some kind of ritual or something, right? Right. And we know it's Ethan Hawke's character, but. Um, yeah, you know, pour himself some water, or whatever. Does a little music note on top. You're like, okay, he must be doing some weird ritual. Yeah, drinks then, it. Like, okay, that's the end of it. Then smashes it and puts it in his shoes and starts walking around. Yeah, that's pretty intense. I, I don't know if in the trailers, because in in the show when he walks, there's this jingling sound of the, the glass in his shoes, and I haven't gone back and rewatched it, but I don't know if they have that in the trailers or not. And yeah, if they I, do, I, I would have thought it was like the jingling of like a belt or a sash or something. Yeah, that's what I thought it or was. Or an too. amulet. Because that on his arm, he has the scales, right? So I thought he had some kind of scale thing. And I also thought he had some kind of, wasn't he waving some kind of like... He has a cane. Thing? And a cane too. So I don't know there. I remember what I was going to say no. I didn't I didn't care for at first uh, Khonshu's voice. Like the, uh-huh. the, the Khonshu's god voice. That It seems kind of like... Almost blurry the voice, like you can't really make out what it's saying. I think that's the point. I know, but it's, it, it, I don't know. Because when it gets saying. towards the end, when he starts, uh, you know, communicating a bit more, it yeah. it does become clear and louder. Yeah, and that's the part too. Like the louder it gets, more even more blurrier sounding. So, but I really enjoyed it. Nothing much to say spoiler wise because it's all it is is him, much like me. This episode is just waking up in weird spots, or or you see him blacking out in the middle of events and waking up like literally like maybe thirty seconds later, and it's it's almost like he's had a seizure of sorts, and he's just standing there in the midst of little bloody bodies and that. So yeah, great series so far. There's only six episodes, so I mean we only have five more in this 
Um, I don't know, man. There's going to be a lot of, like, I won't say Easter eggs in this show, but there's going to be a lot of stuff probably hinted at and mentioned at that's going to spread out to a lot of different things. Yeah, it it's seeming like it's going to be a really good show. Um, I really like the fact that it's all so far, uh, like, supernatural and, and conscious Egyptian gods in that. I really like that. And I yeah. like the idea. And I, I had someone actually mention to me that it, it sort of ties in with Thor, uh, with the new Thor, Love and Thunder, because it's got Gore the God Butcher as the villain, right? Yeah. And if he's, you know, if they're introducing um, a more spiritual side of the Marvel Universe, right? Something like the, the Egyptian gods. Um, there's there's potential for people to be brought up or mentioned or, you know, it's... it's Russell Crowe is apparently playing uh, Zeus in, in uh, Thor. And one thing I also was like, but thought was kind of cool too, and I wasn't sure how they were going to handle it, was him coming in of the costume. You know, like his, you know, like in the like in before the TV show, he was it was like a physical costume, right? Mm -hmm. Like Batman had taken it out. So I was also wondering how they were going to do that and not make it seem stupid. He was changing all the time, right? Yeah. You know, this so kind of makes me think of Blue Beetle. How it yeah. just. Uh, supernatural you know it's it's part of the egyptian thing that's almost like supernatural mummy and that's what it looks like supernatural mummy wraps yeah. room, which i thought was so cool because i thought why has nobody ever done that in the comic before it's a really good looking effect too yeah it doesn't look corny or anything I, I, it's really good oh i enjoyed that so that was good too um uh, i know you wanted to talk about you was the one that pointed out to me that uh bruce willis was retiring Yes, let me clean up the screen a bit. And I don't normally have to manage two screens, so it's. Uh, but yeah, Bruce Willis is retiring from filmmaking. Um, I guess he was recently diagnosed with uh, a disease that it's called uh, aphasia. I believe it's pronounced. I think that's how it's pronounced. And from what I understand of it, it's uh, just something that like you're not able to communicate or speak very well, and it's it's something that becomes very debilitating. Yeah. So that's that's surprising because anyone that has actually been following him, not that I have, he's done lots of smaller films and stuff in the last mm, few years. I think he's done like twenty two films or something. I was reading twenty two films in the last couple of years. Yeah, he likes to he likes to work. So that's that's surprising. It's uh, it's unfortunate, really. Yeah, it's sad because he's one of my favorite actors. Um, I think one of the best movies of all time is is Die Hard. Oh yeah. You know, I was coming up that you know just at the right age to appreciate that movie, just like so many other million guys nowadays. And also too, even before uh, Die Hard, you know, it's cheesy to say, but I loved him on the TV show uh, Moonlighting. It was a TV oh, show. Oh, I forgot he did Moonlighting. He was on, that's where he got his kind of, you know, Die Hard was his big, big break, but that's where he kind of started off on there. So I really enjoyed that show. That's like, it's basically him just, you know, being Bruce Willis. So I really enjoyed that. So that's sad to hear. Um, a couple other things I saw yesterday was the, uh, I think it was the 83rd, I think I saw it was, but the 83rd anniversary of Batman. So wow. that was pretty awesome. The, the first detective comic came out, uh, I think it was 83 years ago yesterday, they said. So that was pretty awesome. And uh, the first TMT movie ever 
came out yesterday too. I think I saw that was like 34 years ago as well. So that was a pretty cool anniversary too because compared to the other Turtle movies, that number one Turtle movie still stands up pretty good, I think. I've watched it every three months. That pretty no good. Um, the second one, was it Return of the Ooze or something? Secret of the Ooze. So yeah, I don't even remember that one. I know I've seen it. I don't remember it. And the third one is, I think that's where they're doing weird time travel. I, I, time don't, time. I don't remember that one at all. I don't know that I've seen it. I just like the first one. Second one's not too bad because that's the one that has vanilla ice and uh, you get the, which is supposed to be Bebop and Rockstar, but it ends up being Taka and Razor. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Oh, um, there is a little bit of Star Wars news. Apparently, The Mandalorian Season 3 has finished filming. Um, still no release date on that, but apparently their their filming is done. Uh, I, I I got some Star Wars news. Oh, okay. Um, Obi Wan is yeah, releasing two days later, so instead of a Wednesday premiere like the Disney normally does, um, it's now instead of the twenty fifth, it's on the twenty seventh on the Friday. Yeah, and it's, it's dropping two episodes. Releasing two episodes that day. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I think. It's funny enough that they made that announcement because I think today is actually Ewan McGregor's birthday as well. Oh, maybe that's why they did it then. Yeah, I, I could be wrong, but I I believe I I believe I had seen that. Oh, yeah. And another thing I wanted to mention is Kickstarter stuff, especially uh, our friend Mike Ruth. He's mm-hmm. got a Kickstarter. I believe it's going to be starting up. I think it starts this weekend. To be honest, they have. I don't know if there's a date yet, but I know they've been hinting very fast this weekend um for dodge number three dodge is about a uh some super uh super soviet soldiers who are after a werebear mm-hmm. it's kind of cool he's like a heavy metal werebear um yeah, so he wears like a black sabbath shirt yeah so he's uh you know mike draws that he's um in that, that's just mike as a comic book character really it's pretty cool i'm so everyone check that out but anybody who does kickstarter stuff and we've mentioned this other uh weeks as well anybody who has projects that want to be you know uh you know promoted you know send us uh some info on it we'll we'll get it on the air like this we'll do some um um, interviews i like doing interviews with people Mm -hmm. i I like meeting people oh stefan says tomorrow Oh, it is. It does start tomorrow. I thought yeah. so the yeah. first. Yeah, I didn't want to say if it wasn't, but I thought for sure it was the first. So that's awesome. Uh, speaking of Stefan, I'm I've started to bug him a little bit already. I want to get him on for an interview. You now we can we can talk about the tag stuff and you know really introduce the Night Daddy crowd to it because we've mentioned it lots and stuff like that, but we haven't gotten into like you know brought anybody on to talk about it. So I think that'd be a great opportunity for, for yeah. Me. Now that I've Jerry rigged it for Skype to work, yeah, that's pretty cool. Ish, too. we'll see how long the the duct tape yeah. holds together. Yeah, and yeah, that's what it. I know there are people out there who who have Kickstarter projects, um, or you know any projects really. I know the um, uh, John Dixon there just finished up yesterday. Dexter, Dexter. why do I always say Dixon? John Dexter, his thing finished up yesterday for Alpha Dogs 2. He, he knows, managed to meet his goal. So that's pretty cool. He well, well surpassed it. Yeah. I know when the tags guys have their uh, books up for the um, uh, the Kickstarter, it always meets its goal as well, too. So, yeah, anybody, you know, let us know. We like doing that. We like helping people out because eventually we come around and we ask you guys for help, too. So. 
and what goes around comes around, it helps everybody out. So um, I think that's a bit really, unless you have anything else to say, Tom. No, I don't think so. Um, check, check out, check out when I list it. Oh, there's that. I was say, make sure you check out Big Countries. Uh, I don't know if the pre-orders are up, but they definitely showed off the cover for Kelly Williams' uh, twig that he's yep. doing for them. It's up, yeah. The pre-orders are up. Pre-orders are up. There you go. Yeah. Uh, check them out in PEI this weekend, right? They're in PEI? Uh, I think that was last weekend. Was that last weekend? Also, yeah. they're are they home this weekend? I believe they're finally home, yes. Oh, don't check them out. Give them some space. They're tired. Yeah. Uh, and then the sale at 204. Um, tomorrow, Saturday, yeah. Sunday. If you can make it there tomorrow, they've got a whole lot of good deals. Pretty sure pinball's free all day. So free pinball, yeah. Go do the pinball. Um, if they have the same machines, it should be Star Wars and Deadpool, I believe. Uh, Star Wars is fun. Deadpool's tough. I found the Deadpool one pretty tough. Yeah, it's fun, though, that Deadpool one. It's pretty funny, yeah. Awesome. I think that's it, really. I, I do. I'm looking around me. I don't... No pickups this week. Nope. I think that's it. They're very quiet. I've been stuck in here. Yeah. That's, that's about it. All right, everybody. Bit, 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 bit. That's all, folks. Check us out on all our usual spots, our hangouts there. You know, we like to hang out on on YouTube and Facebook and Spotify and Instagram and I think that's it. I don't have them all in front of me, but I think that's it. Thank you. Yeah, I think you got them all. Facebook. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. Tell your friends. I think we're worth talking about. Thank you, ask. Okay. <laughs> we'll uh, see you all next week. <laughs> <laughs>